Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Corinna, lovely to have you on the best possible taste. Thanks so much for joining me today. And you have a beautiful award-winning bakery up in Dublin. So we're going to talk about wedding cakes and the different stages in the process to get your wedding cake because at this time of the year, after Christmas, New Year, and with Valentine's Day, I'm presuming that there's a few people out there that have got engaged. But before we get into the nitty gritty about that, I want to ask a bit about you because you're not from Ireland originally. No, I'm originally from Canada, from Montreal in Canada. And uh, when I finished college, I thought I would spend two months backpacking through Europe and to really kind of get it out of my system before settling down and doing the adult thing of, you know, getting an apartment, a job and everything. And um, two days into my backpacking trip, I was in Ireland and I never left. So I was here for two days and I'm here 21 years nearly now. That's mad now that you went off traveling in the first place you went to be in Ireland and, and stayed there. There must have been more than just the beauty of the country that kept you here. <laughs> it's true. It's the people, not any person in particular, but I really, really connected to the people and my family's from all over the place. I have my father's from Italy. My mother's from Israel. My grandmother is from France. My grandfather's from Romania. And I visited a lot of these places and thought, lovely, lovely holiday. And then you go home and Ireland which I have no known connection to. I got here and I thought, this really feels like home. And I stayed. That's lovely. It's really beautiful. So it is. And at what stage did you open Camerino Bakery? I opened as a market stall first. um, And that was called Loving from the Oven. I was baking from my home kitchen as a way to cope with a really stressful job. I was an HR manager um, just before the, the last recession. I was there during the construction boom and then the bust and my job was in the worst of it was firing people for a living basically and it's as terrible as it sounds and so to cope with the stress I used to bake and the worse the job got the more I baked and I eventually had enough baking that I needed somewhere to put it because you just can't eat that much Um, you can eat sugar and butter for every meal of the day I kind of reduced it from three meals a day to maybe one meal a day and I was selling the rest at a farmer's market once a week and the business grew from there and now you have two outlets in Dublin yeah we have a production kitchen where we supply wholesale to 25 independently owned cafes and restaurants around Dublin and some of South Wicklow uh, we have a sit-down cafe in Marion Square and uh, a takeaway bakery in Cable Street as well Wow, it's amazing. What a great story. And your your wedding cakes are one of your star products. So tell me a bit about the couple. They've got engaged now. They're starting to plan their wedding and they're looking at wedding cakes. So what's the first step that they should take whenever um, they, they want to get a cake? I think the first step a couple should take would be to consider how important is a wedding cake to you? Do you want this to be like a wow piece of your wedding? Is this an important part of the experience for you and for your guests? If you're not into cake and you're not going to care about a wedding cake, then consider maybe stacks of wheels of cheese or something lovely like that. Something that that you'll really love because I think your wedding and you're hosting this party for all your friends and celebration of you. If you're going for a wedding cake, let's make it something true to who you are as a couple. So if you're going for a cake, make it a good one. And I think you want to choose a bakery that 
that speaks to you. Maybe that means something to you. Maybe that does a flavor that you really love or you have a connection to as a couple. Um, and our bakery in particular, you can get a wedding cake from us. You can also get birthday cakes, anniversary cakes, christening cakes. We take you through the whole journey. We did a cake for somebody who is a uh, uh, 101 the other week. And wow. um, so this is a milestone, a wedding. Um, and so if a wedding cake matters to you, I think maybe choose a bakery that that is going to like be on board with that celebration too. So someone that makes a cake with really good ingredients that really makes it with love and care and that it's going to taste amazing. Something that your guests are going to remember and talk about. And there are, there are a number of flavors um, to choose from. So there's flavors, there's the look, whatever sort of look that you want. I think durability as well, because some people like to have that tear to put away for the future, for maybe a christening. Um, so is a mood board kind of um, a good idea for a couple to generate, to bring to the baker to say, these are the, the sort of looks that we like? Absolutely. It's really so helpful, especially if you're getting something custom designed. Some bakeries will have a portfolio and they'll have photos of their website and you could point to the cake and say, I want that one. Cool, simple, done. But if you want something custom, pictures are just really so much more helpful to the designer than words. Uh, I've had loads of couples come to me with an email to say, hi, I'd like a cake. Um, the theme we're going for is simple and elegant. And when we get in, simple and elegant uh, are two adjectives I hear a lot. But when we get down to it and I see photos, they might mean two completely different things. So really the visual makes the designing process so much easier. And there's also an engineering aspect to the design process because the more tiers you want really dictates the different flavors that you can have because a cake like chocolate biscuit is much denser and heavier than a sponge. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, engineering a wedding cake in tears is very much architecture. So chocolate biscuit cake, if you're having that, or a fruit cake, something quite heavy and dense, would have to be on the bottom. That's like a foundation. If you want it at the top, sure, it can be done. It's going to be more expensive, though, because they're going to require more engineering. We need to make sure that it lasts the journey to your venue, lasts the entire evening because the wedding cake is already set up in the room before your guests arrive for the reception and it's only eaten maybe four hours later so Irish tradition has wedding cakes served in finger-sized portions with the afters where I come from and we have a lot of uh, couples who who come from North America and have their weddings here because they have some connection or maybe it's a couple where one person's from here one person's from abroad where I come from, the tradition is the wedding cake is the dessert, and therefore the portions are much larger. Therefore, the cake is much bigger. So a traditional Irish, well, let's say a modern Irish cake, a, a Irish cake of modern times would probably have two to three tiers. If there's chocolate biscuit, it would be on the bottom, and that's the tier that they would use to also, if they're saving pieces, to give to people uh, the day after. Maybe there's a barbecue or an event, or they're bringing it around to, to visit people who didn't make it to the wedding. Um, it, it would be rare to have a four- or five-tier cake, I find, here, because it's served in such small portions. Yeah, and it's, I think it's unfortunate that it maybe doesn't 
play a bigger role in in weddings because it it didn't and we've had this conversation offline it didn't play a particularly big role in my wedding but I think if I could go back and change that I probably would um what flavors are are in vogue now and what trends are in vogue because obviously it has evolved over the years from the like the fruit cake with the fondant icing on it yeah, when I started, which was, the bakery is 10 years old. When I started, the the, the style was fondant-covered wedding cakes very much. And then it went from fondant-covered wedding cakes to semi-naked wedding cakes, or naked wedding cakes where there's no frosting on the sides. That was very popular next. Uh, now what's really popular is fondant uh, is out. Natural coverings like buttercreams, uh, like a lovely silky Swiss meringue buttercream is really in and our most popular um, design would, would be, I'd say, the pressed wildflowers, where we take Irish edible wildflowers, we press them, and then we're able to to put them on the side of the wedding cake, and it kind of looks like beautiful, colorful, edible confetti, um, and it looks beautiful. It's kind of a, it's a showstopper, and I think we get so many we get so many emails after the wedding from couples who say that guests at the wedding had said to them afterwards that they loved the cake very much so I think it can be a forgotten part of the wedding or if you take care uh, in your choices it can it can still be a really special part of the wedding and a top tip can really stand out from those ham sandwiches at the end and a top tip to guests then to give that feedback back to the couple that they did love the cake the look of it and the taste of it because you know it's nice for couples to hear things like that that the cake yeah was, for sure that the cake was as important as say the dress and the flowers and all those other aspects of the wedding they are an important part of the photographs too and uh, I usually have to see a photo like secretly can you show me a photo of the wedding dress or the bridesmaid's dress um, when I'm designing someone's wedding cake because that also is a good signal of of the style of of the couple when I see that and um, I think that it's really lovely when the couple gets compliments on the cake when the couple sends a compliment back to us and we know that we we had a special part to play in their day I would say a top tip for couples would be to ask somebody in their wedding party to save them a piece of cake because the couple sometimes won't have time to stop. And by the time it's all settled down, all the cake is gone and they never tasted any of their wedding cake. We could always come back and make an anniversary cake um, in homage to the wedding cake. But I think it would be lovely if the couple, after all the dust is settled, the night's almost over, they can enjoy a piece of the cake that they chose with such care. And um, and whenever they are choosing the flavors, you do a really cool taster box. Yes, we do a taster box. So the way I um, organize wedding cake design is I would first be in email contact with a couple to make sure that we're available for the date and that they know the price of delivery to their venue because the price of delivery depends on the location, how far it is from the bakery. Um, once that's all cool, we do um, a consultation um, where we chat about the design, the what they have, if they have a particular vision, we go through photos together that they've selected and I talk them through the design process, explain to them how a cake is constructed and explain to them the choices that are up to them to make and if they need my guidance for any of that. Um, then we talk about flavors and so we do have flavors that are most popular and then couples sometimes have their own ideas of unique flavors they'd like to 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 offer their guests like um, 
you know, I was doing a consultation last week with somebody who'd like some crushed Ferrero Rochers in between their layers for one of the tiers of the cake. They wanted all chocolate, but they wanted different fillings in each of the tiers. And so when couples are debating between flavors, the best way to choose is not to talk about it, but to taste it. So we will post uh, a taster box to the couple um, where they can taste and share and get other people's opinions and then get back to us. Uh, so that would be six flavors to choose from. It could be custom or it could be our, our most popular flavors too. And an important point that you made there was about the delivery to the venue, because I find that sometimes when couples are trying to cut costs, there's a few things they try to do themselves. And it's important not to be or it isn't it's important not to be penny wise, pound foolish and um, bringing a cake, delivering a cake to a venue and setting it up and everything. You need to know what you're doing with that. And I, I, I really believe that a couple does not need that added stress. Oh my goodness. The, oh yes. <laughs> I feel passionate about this. Sharon. I feel passionate. Like making a wedding cake is more difficult than it looks. I don't recommend people make their own wedding cake. I recommend that if somebody's family member offers to make a cake for their wedding, maybe that's lovely as uh, we can design a cake to match. But to have someone who doesn't have experience with tiered cakes doing it for the first time for your wedding, that person is going to be stressed to the max. To the max. Everything is has to be assembled at the last minute as well to be fresh. And if they are uh, getting ready for your wedding and also preparing your wedding cake um they're not going to be at your wedding on time or your cake is going to be not as fresh as it could be. So one or the other, neither are good options. So I'd say leave that to professional and a hundred percent the delivery traveling with, we don't even travel with the cake stacked. I would bring the wedding cake in its separate tiers and stack them right there at the venue and do any touch-ups right there. So all of the last things, um, the, the, the cake is definitely going to look perfect when I leave. When people come to collect a cake, um, the go-to place they want to put the cake is on the passenger seat. And the passenger seat is not flat. The passenger seat is kind of at an angle tilted towards the back of the seat. So if you put a cake on there, it's going to slide, it's going to smudge. Um, and there's not enough space on the floor of the passenger seat for a tiered cake to fit into the car unless you're driving a bus. So you want a professional with a van who's had experience driving on Irish country roads with a tiered cake or separate wedding cakes because it's, it's it's a challenge and it's a, a skill. Yeah and there's enough things going on and you've enough stress with everything else without bringing that on to yourself I think. Um, now we've talked about the flavours and we've talked about the look and we just talked briefly about the different coverings. So the frosting that you were talking about there and you were talking about a Swiss meringue frosting. I've never come across that. What exactly is that? Oh, a Swiss meringue buttercream is my favourite. Well, maybe... Mm. Okay, it's one I love, let's say. <laughs> so Swiss meringue buttercream is like... A traditional buttercream is a combination of butter, icing sugar, flavouring like perhaps vanilla and maybe some milk. And so that can be light and fluffy the more you whip it. If the temperature gets a bit warm, it's going to start to tint a little bit yellow, like the way the butter does when it's warm. A Swiss meringue buttercream also has whipped egg whites in there. So what you end up with is a texture that's a lot more glossy, has a little bit of a shine. When you're tasting it, it's much more smooth. And when, if it gets a little bit warmer, it stays 
bright kind of off white. So that's the the covering we would always recommend for the wedding cakes because they're set up hours before they're eaten and the room does get quite warm. So if you don't want the cake to go yellowy and yellowy as the so as the night goes on. Does that mean then if you want to have cake maybe to give out the following week that that's not a suitable frosting for it? Are you better to go with a fondant frosting then? Or what way would you, what advice would you give to a couple in those circumstances? The cakes that we make are always fresh. And so the wedding couple would have four to five days after the wedding where the cake is fresh. If you're going to save it for beyond that, I would say, freeze it and then defrost it before you're going to enjoy it a week later, two weeks later. And Swiss Marine buttercream and all of our cakes freeze perfectly because we don't freeze them. Brilliant. Gosh, so much to, to think about for the cake. And it is important to do your, your research so that you make sure that you get it right. We do have one cake that, one wedding cake that's suitable for a collection. We make a two tiered wedding cake for maybe a couple on the budget um, who would like to cut out the cost of delivery and maybe if they have it entirely it's um chocolate biscuit cake or something and um, they could feed a number of guests so our standard two-tier cake would feed 60 guests and we construct it to be suitable for a collection in the boot not in the passenger seat but in the boot but it's designed specifically for that and we will give very particular instructions <laughs> And then in terms of pricing, I I imagine like, you know, the, the world is your oyster whenever it comes to pricing. It depends on the type of cake, the number of layers, the venue, all of those elements have to be considered before you can actually give a couple of price. Yeah, I think there's a misconception that as soon as um, you say that it's a wedding cake, that it's going to be more expensive than say it was a party cake. And sometimes uh, <laughs> I've come across emails where people are like, we are having an event with 150 people no not a wedding yes it's in a hotel <laughs> and um you know thinking that the the, the price is going to be different but honestly uh, a wedding cake is different than a party cake in its construction uh, so if it's tiered uh, and the price would be the same for a tiered cake whether it was intended for a really fabulous christening or a wedding um and also the number of layers in the cake so even if it was just two two layers two tiers cake each tier contains three layers of sponge so you have your let's say we're talking about a vanilla sponge cake you would have the base of vanilla sponge cake you'd have some kind of filling let's call it homemade jam and buttercream and then you have another layer of sponge cake and then another layer of filling topped with a sponge cake and all covered so that's three layers in one single tier um, and the three layer cake factors into the price the stacking of the cake factors into the price, the size, the design, and yeah, the distance to the venue and how much intricacy is involved. So the amount of time your cake designer and cake decorator need to spend on the cake, that's going to add to the cost. Our cakes start at $2.95 for a two-tier cake that's collected. And the, the last point to make is to highlight that good wedding cake bakers do get booked up quite quickly. So... When do they need to, to put their name down for a cake with Camerino Bakery, for example? Yeah, that's true. So our wedding dates are, we, we take a maximum of two wedding cakes for any particular date, but we won't take a wedding cake booking without a consultation first, um, unless it's that two-tier cake that we have available to purchase from our website. If you want anything custom, we would we would want to talk to you. 
uh, in a consultation to make sure that we can make the cake of your dreams. <laughs> and so I will take consultations up to eight months in advance of a wedding date and uh, the consultation dates book up and the wedding dates book up. So we have a quite a full calendar. And can you book those through the website? Uh, we have a query form on the website and then uh, our administrator or maybe me will be answering to set up to set up an appointment for a consultation. The consultation is all scheduled through uh, through an app online. You better tell us what the website is. www.camerino.ie Corinna, lovely to talk to you today. Thanks so much for it. And um, I look forward to seeing lots of those fabulous cakes on your social over the coming months. Uh, thank you so much, Sharon. It was lovely to talk to you. Do you want to get in touch with the best possible taste? Do you want to come on, share a recipe, review a cookery book, or just have a general chat about what you like to eat and drink? All you have to do is get in touch with me, Sharon Noonan, by sending an email to s.noonan at live.ie or send me a tweet at Queen of Org. Bon appétit!